Continue. All right, official. Good morning. <laughs> morning, my my lovelies. I was just saying before we started recording. I'm just proud of us for getting this far and being on here to record. We don't know what's coming today, but <laughs> it'll be good. We have made it to the starting line. It's kind of been a week, I know, for all of us, and we're definitely happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> I just keep laughing because it's been a really long week, and I know we're each talking about it, and we're like, I just love that we're still doing this show, and it's like, it's not even that, um, the issue is, is like, people want more. That's the issue. It's like, it's a fun problem. Like, they want to see more content. They want us to come on here weekly, so like, we're going to try. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're figuring out schedules and childcare. <laughs> That's the biggest thing, right? Like, just I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your kids at they're at their dad's house today. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yep. Same here. Well, my youngest is with my mom, which he's super excited about because he gets to pretend like he's the only child and have all <laughs> the attention, which he totally loves. And uh, yeah, That's yeah. Nice. That's good. I'll be back on Monday. <laughs> awesome. Well, who wants to go first? I'm like, I want to hear about both of your weeks. So I was like, I want to hear about everything that's been happening and how's it going? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Noel. Do you do you want to start us? I'm putting you on the spot. I, I didn't know if you were going to say something. Yeah. No. I mean, I I certainly can start us off. Like, you know, I haven't had anything earth shattering going on this week. But I don't know, like this week's been tough. Like I feel like the whole summer has kind of been tough just in the sense that with my other job, we were open to the public, things were really ramping up, we're getting really busy and then also having projects to work on in addition to that. And, um, you know, I've really been feeling, I don't know, like a little bit burnout lately and just having a hard time being regimented and diligent about focusing my attention, not only to that work stuff, but to developing my own brand, to like posting content for our stuff. Um, and it's just like, my mind has kind of been all over the place and I've been unfocused. And like, I just really feel like I need to bring the focus back in and come up with a plan moving forward. Um, things are calming down a little bit of work after this week. And so I'm just kind of hoping that, you know, maybe I can get on track a little bit better. But another thing about it too, is that, my ex-husband and I have reverted, you know, back to our original, like more strict custody agreement too, which means that I have the kids most of the time. So like, I don't have them every other weekend and there's like one weekday where he'll have them, but the rest of the time they're with me. And like, you know, I kind of made that decision just because things needed to change as we head into the school year, we have no idea what we're going to be facing. Um, they just need that kind of stability and discipline. I mean, don't get me wrong, their dad like loves the kids. He wants to see them as much as possible, but it's just me and looking at what is best for them. I was like, look, this is what we need to do. And my ex-husband needs to take the time that he has to find another job, find an additional job, something, you know, to help improve the situation, the child support thing. So like all of those things going on in my life, <laughs> you know, I'm just kind of at a point to where it's like, we need to find what the new normal looks like. Yeah. I guess. That's really been the biggest thing. Yeah, I'm very, uh, is trepidatious the word? Like 
prep, what's the word? Just like cautiously walking into the new back to school year for the kids. Cause my daughter starts kindergarten this year. Her brother is in first grade. And so far so good. Everything's on track to be in person, but with the recent stuff going on with the Delta variant, there's a big like, yes, there's a big fear in me right now that's like what if they shut it down again like I don't I don't think I can go through that again I literally don't think I can I mean I, I would have to but I've been very overwhelmed with like the thought of of that and I you know I have to stop myself to not <laughs> go down a road of and yeah. make up a story that doesn't exist but there is part yeah. of it that's like what would I do you know like what would we do so yeah um and my office has been wanting us to get back in person. So I've been going into my office a couple of days, like every other week right now, which has been nice on the one hand, because I get to see my friends and my, like the faces, like I do love that, but it's also, you know, we're, it's just, it's just scary. I don't know what's, what to think about all that right now. So I'm just kind of taking it a day at a time, but, but yeah, this week I actually had two, uh, three, three date nights. My kids are with their dad this week. So, uh, so we had like super fun nights and I, we went bowling. We had, we went and had like cocktails at these really cool places that like, um, that I didn't even know existed. And, and it was, so it was super fun, but it made for some late nights. And <laughs> I think on top of regular life burnout, which I'm right there with you, Noel, um, I'm just yes. like, Yes, no, like, I know I'm gonna pay a little bit for this, but it's worth it. Yeah, it was kind of fun to be like, oh my gosh, I remember what this was like. <laughs> I love it. That sounds so fun. It's a good balance. I still feel like it's a good, you know, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And me too. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so tell me, tell us about your week. Um, like where to start. So, <laughs> so um, I'm really excited because it's the first time I'm telling, you know, the ladies here. So we have, there's multiple things happening. Um, my business side, my personal LLC S Corp, it has turned into, I have my clients, but I also offer group coaching now, which I have people signed up for August. So that's looking like every month. And it's just more of like, how much do I want to take on? Um, and how many, I'm at that point where it's like, how many clients can I take on right now? I would love to do more, but it's a good healthy balance because um, the other side is Saluna Wellness Center that's opening, the grand openings tonight. It is the first licensed wellness center in San Diego. And they're going to be offering everything from therapy sessions to acupuncture, to massage therapy, um, life coaching workshops, which I will run. And then, um, yoga wellness. So I'm going to also be doing a restorative yoga there for group coaching. I'm going to incorporate with meditation. Um, so I'll be there every Friday and, and, you know, I would love to try and be there more, but on top of what I'm already doing in business and then Harley and daycare. So it's just, it's nuts. Um, but it's really exciting because it's like, now we're really impacting at a big level. It's like, we can do online. We have boss babe coaches and then I can offer online, you know, and it's like when we all actually get our brand off the ground and up and running, we'll have our own workshops and I'll know how to like help us do that and support that. Um, so it's just all branding. And I just feel like everything's about to hit its peak. And it's just like this last, 
<laughs> like to get there and get everything just set up um, on top of that moving right now in the next two weeks mm-hmm. into my new place, which I'm really excited. Um, and the new place also has a business center, which is like a full business center, which is beautiful. And it's like, nobody uses it from what I've seen. It has like this gorgeous room with like a TV to present. And also like um, this, like really modern whiteboard. Um, It's like clear and you can like- Yeah, I love those ones. Right, beautiful. So I was like, oh my God, I can do like professional presentations now. Um, Yeah, so that's all happening (laughs) at the same time. So yeah, I'm just really excited because I'm like, man, there's just so many opportunities that I see like us, we've already been trying to build this mm-hmm. and as a resource to have like real like workshops for other people um, to take on. And then also our own events online. I just, I see this happening. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's exciting. Yeah. It's a, like such a big time of transition, but mm-hmm. so many great things. Yeah. And- about to come to fruition that's awesome about the wellness center in san diego they actually yeah. have a beautiful location after we've been so like separated and online and you know uh, yeah it's cool that you're getting back into your yoga too because i know yeah because i know that's been really important. that was something you've been wanting to do for a while i just didn't yeah. know how and like look i just love that the way is paved for you <laughs> oh, right like because I, I met with the owners yesterday and they were like so you want to teach yoga and I was like oh my god uh okay <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm doing it so they're like is this enough space like everyone will have a mat and I was like dang this is really happening okay <laughs> pretty cool but um yeah the wellness center um I just like, I've told my family, I'm so excited. It's like, they're making history. They really are. And they've named the, the wellness center, Saluna Wellness after their kids, Soul and Luna. <laughs> so cute. Like, the cutest thing. <laughs> oh, and it's just everything, just hearing them as parents, like really paved the way for their children in this way and impact the world in this way. I just, I'm in awe. They don't know how much I admire them, but I'm just like, you guys as parents and hearing them like go back and forth on ideas of what the center will become. They want to offer like art classes and music classes, like really involve the community. And, um, and right now, so what it looks like, it's a program. So you have to actually sign up for like the month or several months. It's not like a la carte where you can like, Oh, pick and choose classes. They want you to be fully immersed in the program. And dedicate yourself and like do the work, which I'm like, dude, I love. So when he was asking me like, Kat, what is your background? Again, your coaching style. I was like, I'm a no BS, no excuses kind of coach. Mm-hmm. I'm like, when they see me, I'm going to be loving, but I'm going to call you out. <laughs> so, so yeah, we'll see what the, um, those workshops will look like, but, um, a lot of it is dream building. So like when Rachel, you were like, I want to do something. I want to get back into like what I'm really, you know, you're passionate about. Um, That's what I want to do for these people is like lead that way to get back to our roots, what we're passionate about, like dream build again, do what makes you happy. Um, and us like be a supportive, you know, community about it. You know? I love that. Yeah, it sounds amazing, and it, I think it is smart to really encourage people to fully immerse themselves mm-hmm. in the program because that's really how you get optimal results. You yeah. know, 
rather than have somebody in and take this class here and do one thing there and be like, well, I may or may not have connected with that. And then they don't really get the full benefit of all of it. I love, yeah, I love the community aspect of that is like, is if by immersing yourself, you have the opportunity to actually sink, you know, get knitted into that community. And like, I have, I, I know I talk about my stupid gym all the time. It's not a stupid gym. I love my gym. <laughs> But like one of the most meaningful experiences to go there, you know, every week, several times, whatever, and see the same people who have been light, like the longtime people there who are like, hey, it's so good to see you again. Come hang out with us. And it's just like, oh, I'm part of it. And it just feels so good to be so welcomed and for somebody to be excited to see you. And then like you would pay it forward to the next person. And, you know, it's just like, it's a beautiful thing. I love that. And you're going to be amazing. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna do <laughs> I almost started to cry. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like two days away from my period. And so like, <laughs> it makes me cry right now. <laughs> and I just want to eat Chinese food. Yep. <laughs> oh man. I love it. Ladies. Community is so important. And after this whole last year, you know, people need that more than yeah. ever. Yeah. Well, I'll share a little bit because this kind of ties into what I did talk to you guys about. Um, I sent a voice memo to them like, <laughs> Rachel scattered thoughts all over the place. But essentially I was listening to a podcast was it a podcast? No, I was watching the Graham Norton show. Do you guys know Graham Norton? <laughs> He's like a British mm-hmm. TV host, like late night TV host. I love his stuff and I always find it on YouTube. Um, and one of the actors he was uh, interviewing had said the state had commented about the experience working on this film where he was representing a true story and that the act, the, the real people were there. And he's like, was that a, was that a difficult, scary thing for you was it intimidating and he said no it was like such an it wasn't it was he was like it was a nourishing experience uh, experience he felt as like for the soul it felt so nourishing to be in this group of people who lived it and you know how I don't know how uh grateful he was to be a part of that but I got really hooked on the word nourished am I saying that right I feel like I'm saying nourish is it nourished or nourished I don't know. Okay. That's one of those words that I feel like I say differently every time. <laughs> but it really, that, that word sunk into me, like, I don't know, just like, it just sunk in. And I, and I really started to be like, what am I doing in my own life? That, that gives me that feeling that gives me that feeling of nourishment. And, and I couldn't answer it because I feel like I'm such in the, the rat race of everyday life, you know, kids, job, work, the gym trying to fit fit it all in and and um and even like this week when I was doing the date nights and stuff and all the fun stuff there was this part of me that was like I better get pictures of this so I can post it on social media and prove to everybody that I'm living this cool life (laughs) and I didn't wind up doing it because I was like I'm just you know there's an element that I love about social media in 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 that it connects us and that we can use it to bring people together, create community and encouragement, motivation, all that stuff. But there's a part of it that's also very performative, I feel like, that I can get stuck into. And I don't know what that balance is. So anyways, I just kind of hit a wall where I was like, I really want, I feel like I'm on the cusp of something that 
that like, I don't exactly know what, but I'm seeing all my life before me and I'm like, something needs to change and I don't know what it is. But what's happening right now is not, um, not creating like a peace or a calm. I'm always frantic and I don't want to exist in that space anymore. And I, I had a day like that this week that I was like, I, I cannot live like this every day. I just can't, I cannot let this be my life every day. Um, and so in the message, I was like, I need you guys to coach me. <laughs> I was like, I need some coaching and would love to do a dream building exercise and, and really start to do the work there and kind of unraveling what is going on. Like, truly. I mean, it sounds like from what you're saying that, you know, obviously, you know, you feel like you're on the cusp of change. You recognize the need for some change, but it sounds like the most important thing, you know, that you're saying here is you're recognizing the need to find the things that feed your soul. Yes. You've got to figure out what those things are and how they fit into your life. Yes. Yeah. And it's not as easy to answer that as possible. Actually, I did have, I felt, and I think I told you guys this too. I think I'm going to figure out what that looks like, but I'd like to take like a little social media pause and just kind of get rid of other voices. You know, I love staying connected, but I also just feel like I want to kind of silence all of the things that are influencing me in my life and just like kind of get down to me, which sitting with myself is the hardest thing to do. I will watch hours and hours of Netflix before I sit and just think about stuff. <laughs> like, well, all right, let me ask you this. Are there any times in your life that you can think back on when you really felt like you were doing something that nourished you and fed your soul? This, yeah, that's a great question. I love it. Guys, write that down. <laughs> Listeners, please write that down. Yeah, I think that there's a major creative side to me that is... Um, very uh, lacking. I don't, I don't know if you guys know, but I'm a singer songwriter and I play guitar. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't done that really a lot at all. And that continues to be something I just put on the back burner, put on the back burner. And it's such a, such an important part of what a source of joy, you know, for me in my life um, and like painting. And actually I've got this list here of like my goals <laughs> and uh yeah, doing create creative things is in there. Um, and also just like, I just, you know, the joy of giving to pe- making people feel seen is still like my major source of like, uh, purpose, you know, if I feel like I found that one person who just like, really connected or needed to feel seen one day, then I just feel like, so, so good inside. <laughs> I don't know. I like yeah. it. It's good. And I always revert to Noel's. I see, I always say that about Noel's uh, coaching, like, oh, that question, right? What, what can you do more of to experience more of those things? Yeah. And I'm saying that more and more and more because yeah, we do get very caught up in the rat race and things that we need to do. And it's like, even what about like celebrating the little things we try to do to be mm-hmm. a little bit creative, a little bit passionate, you know, a little bit of giving back 
today versus like feeling like, like for me, I was like, man, I haven't painted in so long. I haven't been creative in that way, but I also have been designing, you know, shirts. So it's a little bit rather than nothing. So it's like to interpret that into other forms in our life to be creative. And it just, sometimes it doesn't look the way that we thought it would be. And yours is in dance. (laughs) <laughs> also yeah no that's a great point that yeah we do have different ways that we channel that same thing into some other avenue that maybe perhaps looks a little different or we could begin to find more ways yeah. to do that within the things that we have to do within right. the rat race it's like okay what are some of those opportunities within these obligations that drive us crazy and take up so much of our like minds and energy you know where are some opportunities there to add some creativity. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Because it is hard, you know, it's like, I know like my life is kind of the same way where it's like, you know, you've got to go to work, you got to earn that money. You've got to do this. You've got to take care of the kids. And it's like, when your mind is taken up with so much of that, sometimes some days it's hard to feel creative at all, <laughs> but you know, I guess, you know, it's certainly worth exploring, you know, like I said, what are some of those opportunities within that where you can just add a little seed of it to begin with? I mean, just even in some tiny way. Yeah. For me, it always comes down to intention. And if I can be intentional, I've learned that actually, if I write it down on a schedule, I'm much more likely to do it than if I don't. (laughs) Um, And so those little things, I use that five second rule that we talked about, um, Sometimes I think there's a a study about like that there's like six seconds we have before we talk ourselves out of something. So like, for example, I went to uh, this waterfall in Tennessee that is beautiful. It was, it had been on my bucket list. Actually, I can cross. This is my bucket list Um, places to go. So I I went finally, um, my guy took me and he'd been there many times. So, but you can go up on the waterfall that it's about an eight foot drop into the water and you can jump off of it. And it wasn't like that tall. And I got there with him and I, he was, so he just went and then I was up there and I mean, there's tons of people around and like, there's this, there's rocks. It's like a little circular lake kind of thing with rocks everywhere. People are sitting everywhere. I sat up there for like 12 seconds, or not, I mean like 12 minutes because I just, I couldn't get out of my head. I was like, I can't do this, I can't do this. <laughs> and I kept remembering the six second rule. I was like, if it goes past six seconds, I'm not gonna do this. And I was like, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? And finally, people who I had, we had walked kind of in with, they were all, they started chanting to like, do it. <laughs> <laughs> And so at that point, I was like, I got to save face. So somehow I, I, I made it, I did it. But I was so mad at myself that like, I didn't just like five, four, three, two, one, you know? <laughs> but um, so I guess you can get there even if that six seconds is, yeah. is gone. But that that rule of counting down from five to one and, and then just doing what you're going to do, just moving, um, it's very effective. Yeah, that's a great point. And having that community around you to help push you in the right direction. They were sweet. (laughs) I told my boyfriend, I was like, next time, like, we've got to do the whole hand things. Because if you're dragging me a little bit, then (laughs) then I'll feel better. Or I can't say no at that point. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a good story. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it's embarrassing. 
Well, I like I was in the same situation like years ago. Like there's this really cool place to go tubing, like kind of close to where mm -hmm. I work, like down in Montevallo. And it's like when you get to the like final like place where you get out, they do have like this like tall rock thing you can jump off of into the water. And I remember, God, this was probably like, I don't know, 18 years ago. I was there like standing up on top of the thing and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna do this. And I'm looking down, I'm like, holy crap, this looks way higher. Yes, yeah. When I was down there, even though it wasn't that bad and finally was like, all right, gotta do it. Let's just go, jumped off. It's like, oof, it was scary though. <laughs> Would you guys ever go skydiving? That's not was. <laughs> That's like a full on, like you jump, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, no, they have to drag me out. I would have to drag <laughs> that other person. Like, I'm like a life or death situation. <laughs> I think at this point, like when I was younger, I wanted to do all that stuff. I went to skydiving and like all the scary upside down roller coasters, everything intense I was so into. But now that like I'm older and have kids, <laughs> I just think about that. Like, my boyfriend drives a motorcycle and he wants to take oh, wow. it out and I'm like I, I was like you cannot go fast he's like whoa we'll just he's like I'll just we'll do one time fast and I was like no, I don't want to die today <laughs> no I don't blame you for that I mean I love roller coasters and like I still do but like skydiving has been something I never have yeah never I know honestly it's because yeah, I have like, you done it before <laughs> No, it's because I have a daughter now. Like before yeah. that, I would have been like, ah, fuck it if I die. Right. But now I'm like, uh, what? No, I have a daughter. Maternal <laughs> instinct. That's yeah. why I must live. <laughs> There's so many things that are dangerous enough already. And then after talking to some people like that have done it, like I know this one guy did it one time. He was like, you know, when you're out of the plane, like you almost can't even breathe properly because of like the air and the pressure and this and that. And I'm like, yeah, that doesn't sound good. Um, <laughs> but then I've got another friend who started doing it several years ago and he's like addicted to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. He does it, like all the time. I mean, it's like, they're, they'll do like, like the scenes from the movie, they're all like in a circle, like holding hands in the middle of the air and like all this stuff. And I'm like, no, I don't think I can. Definitely cool. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, I think if you go for your first time, you first few times maybe even you have to go in tandem with somebody who's experienced which does make me feel better yeah but um I've also heard that like the adrenaline part is when you're actually falling you know but then once that they open the chute and then you're just like floating for forever to the bottom and they're like Meh. yeah <laughs> so, and then one thing about the falling though it's like you can only reach like a maximum velocity and I feel like once you're there and you're like used to it I don't know. In a way, it probably is kind of like floating. Mm -hmm. You know. What about zip lining? I, I have done. I've done that. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely do that. Yeah, I would do that too. Like over, like the, I saw one. There's one in Dubai that's crazy, like through the buildings. But I want to do more like in nature, like yeah. the forest or you know rainforest. <laughs> See, I would. <laughs> I would do that, but I'm afraid, like you know, a giant Amazonian spider. <laughs> that would be my luck <laughs> it's like, totally random but I was watching TikTok the other day and the, the, they do that slingshot one and this this there was two girls in the sea and they did the slingshot and a seagull just like smacked right into her <gasps> face oh my god that's just what it reminded me of. oh my gosh Whoa. <laughs> That would, that would be my luck, I swear. <laughs>
I would love to do that with you guys. So now I'm like, okay, we can we can all do that. We can all zip yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh my gosh, it'd be just so great just to get away. Yeah. Get away from everything, have fun for a while. Mm-hmm. That's still the plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually, and part of my like, I just kind of want to reset and de- de- disconnect rather, disconnect from everything to just give myself a minute to reset my um my guy is like super into camping too and so I was like will you can you set up a camping trip for us and so we're gonna do that and like like off the grid like we're gonna hike mm. live in the like way. super primitive like, like no bathroom <laughs> <laughs> no that's my biggest fear and I and he's like I'll, we'll get a hotel for like the night like we'll stay a couple days our day or whatever and then on the night we'll have another night where we go to a hotel so you can have your like modern things. I was like, thank you. <laughs> oh man. I probably only do glamping. I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> I, I mean, that's kind of our style. Yeah. <laughs> I've never done like the primitive camping where you're just like out there with nothing. Like, you know, we used to go camping a good bit, but there are like so many sites around here where they have like an official campground yeah. and you, you know, drive your car like right there and everything yeah. and got showers nearby <laughs> so. yeah that's always how I've done camping so this would be a true off the grid type thing but thankfully he's like you know good with all that stuff I was like you're gonna have to do everything I was like I can pick up sticks but like I don't know anything else hey so, I've got a, an awesome campfire recipe if you guys go oh if you like like shrimp and low country boil type stuff mm-hmm. like oh my gosh i want that anyways okay. yeah <laughs> oh yeah no no it's like you bake it in like this big foil packet but it's like shrimp corn on the cob a little bit of sausage like onions potatoes and like old bay butter olive oil lemon juice parsley and you just like put it in there for like 20 minutes or something like that and it is freaking amazing it is so good I think we're gonna like get those like freeze dried foods that you just add boiled water to, like the. Oh my ast- gosh! Like astronauts, yeah. <laughs> because like we can't cook those military meals. Yeah, yeah military meals. They're <laughs> white and they zip up, so you won't leave any garbage or like animals won't come get it. And I was like, oh my god, okay. <laughs> so we're. I'm thinking like one day. Right there. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I think the bathroom situation will be manageable one day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been a long time since we've done any camping or anything like that. Yeah. Like I bought some tents on Craigslist last year. Like there was this old guy who was selling all of this camping stuff. And I got like two seven by seven tents for like $30. And they were brand new in the box, you know. And the guy, like when I met him, he had to take out every part, make sure all the pieces were there, that it worked and this and that. And he was like, well, I've got tons of other stuff and chairs and cookware and this or that, you know, just text me. And I was like, all right. And so I tried to get in touch with him a couple of weeks later, never heard back from him. Like, I don't know what happened to him, but I was sad. I was like, man, oh. Oh. I hope he's okay. <laughs> That's also a super steal on those 10. I know, I know. Yes, God, those things can be expensive. <laughs> so... I know we're all kind of like living 
like there's great things happening in light like like yeah just thinking about like all these awesome things are happening for you you're working on the balance which i love by the way that you're really like you're not you're not taking on too much because i know that can be so exciting too but like in the middle of all that you're moving and moving is so disruptive to normal life so like are you guys have you found anything in your day-to-day that does help you reset do you have like a tradition date like a daily something you do or or what has worked for you guys in the past what does that look like no I love that you're saying this because when you said earlier um intentional you know with what you're doing that's really what it was and it's it's funny because you know my partner is like straight up I'm obsessed with working. I'm obsessed with my business and I'm, I'm so obsessed that I stopped taking care of myself for a long time. And it's like, so it was the intention of writing it down, like really like, Oh, I have to sit down and journal this shit. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Journal it out, write it out and see what's really happening in my head. Like, why am I keeping myself from this? I'm like, Oh, I could be, I'm always like either working on something instead of sitting there in just pure sitting there to take a deep breath. Mm -hmm. Um, what does help is my, the iWatch reminders of take a deep breath. And also a lot of entrepreneurs I've, I've also listened to, they put it on their phone also, because if it's not in your calendar, you won't do it. So it's that calendar of like, Hey, go stretch. It's to tell you throughout the day. Um, And then actually really just saying today, or I put on my calendar, it's self-love day. It's self-love week. Um, And so a whole day when I had that in my calendar, that was the first time because I did hypnotherapy with my girlfriend. She did a full therapy, like hypnotherapy session on me for an hour. And she was like, it's going to take emotions for your whole day, like to get back into like this stable, brutal. It's like therapy, right? Um, So the day that day I put self-love day and it just turns out that whole day because it was in my calendar, I kept it easy. And then it had made that the whole week turn into that where yesterday I was like, Oh, I'm going to have breakfast by myself at a cafe, which I did. And then pick up all these amazing crystals from the spiritual store and tons of sage and Palo Santo. I had not done that in, I don't know, over a year. So it's like to be intentional. I feel like that's so important. It's like for us that are on the grind all the time that we need to see it on our watch or a calendar that it needs to be scheduled. I'm that person. And it's like to check it off. So like that helps a lot. So, you know, that's like the breaking point for me and which just happened on Wednesday. So I, I would say that's a good first step to do it. I am so going to do that. Yeah. (laughs) No, like a self-love day. I, 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 like I said, I work best with a schedule as well. So, and I like that you said, um, you kept it easy, you know, because I get, I get stressed out by stupid things like having to drive places. Sometimes just driving makes me anxious, you know, mm-hmm. um, just because it's crazy. People are crazy on the roads, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Or if it's somewhere new, I get stressed out about like, where do I park? You know, but um, if I can keep it things that are just like easy and I was like, Ooh, first thing on my list is a massage. I haven't, I never booked those for myself, <laughs> myself. And I, I think that's in my future. <laughs> yeah. I that tomorrow. Jealous. And I've never, I've never booked one before. I've never like had a professional massage before. Oh, tomorrow. I hope it's so good. (laughs) Yeah. 
I mean, one thing for me that I've started doing, you know, it's like here this summer, I have not been taking care of myself in the way that I need to. And as coaches, I feel like if we're going to be there, we're going to be our best selves for our clients to really, you know, help them. It's like, we've got to get in the right place ourselves. And I'm just like, I feel like I have not been there. And so I really have tried to stick to my meditation practice again. It's been a really long time, you know, since I have wanted to do that, since I've been willing to make the time to do that. But I, twice a day for 20 minutes, I'm doing it. I'm fitting it in. And it definitely is definitely making a difference. I think I like might've mentioned this on one of our other shows, but like I did it the first time, like before it was like a Monday evening before one of my hockey games. And like, and so like I had this meditation session, I'm like, all right, that was good. But I went to my game and like, I played so much better. I was like, like, okay, I'm sold. That's it. This and other benefits. Um, I'm going to ask, I was going to ask you, Noel. So I have some clients and friends that are really just not, they're like, I don't understand this whole meditation thing. I don't think it's for me. It doesn't really work. The deep breathing, like, what would you kind of say to help guide them slowly into it? That's a good question. Because like, I was one of those people. Yeah, that's why I was asking you. I don't like sitting there. I don't want to do this. And then because of some of my family history, I was like resistant. Also, you know, I just had this like internal block about it. I don't know. I guess I would say um, make people aware of the fact that there are so many different types, so many different ways to do it, and you know, different time frames you can do it within that it can become very individualized, and you can find the thing that works for you. It's not a one size fits all approach by any means. You know, there is something for everybody out there. But yeah. one thing you can do is like refer to data about it or data. That's another one of those words. Yeah. <laughs> data um, as to what the benefits are from a scientific standpoint, pull out st- some statistics, you know, show them that these are the facts about this. This is what it can really do for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that takes it a long way too. You know, it's like that paired with the fact that, you know, you can find something that works for everyone. Oh yeah, definitely. I think because when I say meditation, some people are like, I don't do that. Like, again, it's like hippie shit. Like they picture right. you sitting right. there doing this. <laughs> like deep it, It's become so mainstream now. <laughs> so many different apps and so many different ways. And it's not like you have to have like yeah. a guru from India anymore. Like, right. yeah. To like teach you how to do this. Um, you know, it's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. No, yeah, I, yeah, go ahead. I was um so because I used to um so I was yoga certified, you know, years ago, and I met so many other like yoga teachers, and one of my favorite, shout out to her, her name's Coco, but she um would play straight up like rock music, like different types during her yoga class. It yeah. was all this type, all types of rock, like Metallica, even if she had, and you would just be like, you know, but people loved it. Yeah. It was so different, you know, and it's like, yeah, you don't have to listen to like, you know, <laughs> like all the times. Yeah. The instrumental, like it's. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember growing up in, in, from a religious standpoint, I remember hearing the word meditation elicited a response that it is somehow like always the spiritual thing, but like not Christian. And so my, my family was always very like weird about it. Um, because there wasn't an understanding that it, 
it can be spiritual. It can be connected to spiritual, but it can also just be a practice of like centering. Right. And, and I do like that you mentioned that there's apps. I'm currently at the point where I have never tried it because I'm afraid I can't sit still that long. <laughs> also probably still trying to avoid sitting with myself. I will say I did a retreat once, uh, where we were at this lake and they had us all go out into like little spots and just spend some time by ourselves. And like in this place, it was like a prayer thing. And it was, I was like, oh, this is going to be awful. And the minute I got out there, it was just like, I was flooded with so much stuff because everything else was silenced. And I got so in touch with what was going on with me. I like cried. I like journaled a whole bunch. Um, and so I can see that like the benefit of just having that practice. I will also say, um, cause I don't know where to begin. So the apps I know are a great idea. I think Jay Shetty would love, um, he actually will, um, guide you through some meditations too. And, 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 uh, John Kim did one not too long ago. And it was just like, just like it, they're literally just giving you steps on how to breathe and where to go with your thoughts what is what's happening you know and just being aware so i i i would like to add that in i just have to figure out where in the, um, the what i was gonna add is like the simple exercise of like so throughout the day what that looks like for busy moms which i tell my girlfriends yeah is, like you said it's the practice of being mindful and thoughtful about what you're doing through the day so whether it's you sitting at your desk see how you're positioned see how you're breathing right okay. Okay, I don't know what I, um, I was sharing a tip about, yeah, being mindful and thoughtful throughout your day, especially for busy moms. Um, yes. The simple way is like really sitting and, and whether it's washing the dishes. So the, the favorite one I always say is, notice when you're washing dishes today, how you are standing. Are your feet like this? Are they like, you know, parallel or are they this way? Are you hunched on one side? How do your shoulders feel? Are you rolled up and back? And how are you breathing? You know, so th that's a simple way to even practice um, a little bit of yoga. Yeah. <laughs> um, washing dishes, how you're sitting at your desk is another one. Um, yeah, another I feel favorite. Yeah, another favorite one I like is like when we're busy taking the kids to go to daycare, or like run errands is when you get in your car. I do this every time I take Harley to daycare. When I get in my car, I notice, am I slamming the door when I buckle her in? And when I sit down, am I taking a deep breath to myself? Yeah. So it's like taking a deep breath because you're about to start a very busy day. And then when I get out to go drop her off, I pull her out of the car seat and I always tell her, hey, have a great day at school. Like, I love you. And she knows every time we do that routine. And then when I get back in my car, it's the same thing. How you get into your car and buckle yourself, it's so important. <laughs> it really sets the tone for your busy day of like routines and errands. Yeah, I love that. Actually, I wanna ask you guys what you do in this situation because I'm sure it impacts all of us still. Um, like my daughter, she's five now and every now and then this is kind of a side tangent but like uh it's about drop-offs at school because every now and then she'll get super emotional and doesn't want to leave and it's like the clinging to you and the crying and the sobs and you just feel like you're literally like ripping her off of you know off of me and handing her over to somebody else I feel like such a traitor walking out the door and those are the worst ways to start my day 
So I know that's happened to you guys. So also, we dealt with that. I dealt with that for years. Yeah. Like, how do you, cause I know she's going to be fine. She's always fine, but it's just that like those few minutes that sometimes set the tone of the day where I just feel like a, an immense sense of guilt. And I wonder, have you guys found anything that helps with that? And is that kind of something in that practice, Kat, that you're doing where you like are noticing? Yeah. Yeah. I hate days like that. <laughs> well, I know, like with Edward, he did that for a long time. And even like within the last two years, he'd have a couple days where he would just keep coming back and hugging my leg. And then he'd go to the door and then come back and, you know, and he was like, but I love you. I love you. I'm like, I love you too. And yeah. one thing that worked for us, and it really, it really didn't come down to anything that I was able to do to change anything for myself after the fact, but, um, I was able to set up something with him to where it's like, okay, he'll go inside and then he comes around to the big window where he can still see me and we wave at each other while mm -hmm. I'm driving away. And so he would get excited to go in and then to be able to go to the window and have mm -hmm. me acknowledge him and like wave at him and everything. And so we kind of did it that way, but I know like not every daycare has some kind of option like that. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of them don't, but um, more often than not for the years, especially when he was younger, it was just me having to like cry myself away. And then just knowing that he would be okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know that doesn't help very much. I know. Yeah, no, but it, it is, it is just kind of what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is tough. I'm like, that's, that was Harley when she first started daycare, I had to pry her off me and there was like nothing I could do. It was just like, she would go through modes. And then till now she loves school so much, but she'll have yeah. those days where she's like, no, I don't want to go to school. And I'm like, yeah. why? She's like, no, <laughs> just no. Yeah. everything's yeah. no. <laughs> Edward will be like in the morning, he'll be like, but I'm too tired. <laughs> My eyes cannot open. That's so cute. Like, I don't want to get up. I'm like, baby, I don't want to get up either. I feel yeah. the same way. I understand, but this is what we got to do. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's the way it is. Oh, like, Ed Okay, this is like totally unrelated. Well, well, anyway, no, but Edward and his brother, Charlie, who's 12, have decided they want me to film them doing these eating challenges. Oh. Because like Charlie wants to start a YouTube channel and like he kind of has one, but he doesn't really like do that much with it. But, but they were like, no, 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 we want to do the peanut butter challenge. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah, well, we can work on this little project together rather than, you know, you guys watching TV in the evening or whatever, yeah. stuff like that. And Edward is the pickiest eater in the world. Like he will not eat anything. It's horrible, you know? And so they decided they wanted to do a peanut butter challenge, put peanut butter on broccoli, ketchup and peanut butter mixed together, peanut butter on pizza, <laughs> And oh. then a bonus round where they put broccoli, ketchup, and peanut butter on the pizza. Whoa. And so it's basically me like just filming them trying this stuff and reacting to it. Yeah. And Edward ate all of it. Charlie even like gagged and spit one of the things out on <laughs> at one point in time. I would watch and, this. <laughs> yeah, and was able to eat it. And Charlie turns to him and is like, Edward, you won't even eat grilled cheese and you're eating this? Yeah. <laughs> 
I guess he likes the the uh, challenge part of it, right? Like, well, he does, and I'm like, all right, now you've proven that you can eat whatever in the heck you want to. So this yeah. weird challenge has become this turning point with his eating. And I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh. It's like, okay, next time he won't eat his dinner, we're just going to like bring out the camera and be like, all right, tell me about your challenge, you know? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I would throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd be a good camera person. I'd be like dry even. <laughs> It was crazy. I couldn't believe it. But I was like, yeah, that was like our little project last week. That's fun. So we filmed all the videos and Charlie's going to edit them together and put oh, them up cool. on YouTube. Yeah. I swear. I'm like, I can't stop thinking about all these fun ideas. I would like do like more content with you guys. Like if, when, we all, when we all finally like hang out and meet in person, I feel like I would do also some fun content of like us, like talking and drinking wine together, yeah. talking and trying different foods together. <laughs> Yeah, like trying some like new activity. Okay. Yeah. Lining. Zip lining. We'll <laughs> oh, we'll do it all. I love it. <laughs> we'll get a videog videographer. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Have to have somebody be our yeah. be like, you're in charge with <laughs> documenting. No, it would be so much fun. <laughs> one day, one day. I know. At this point, I'm not sure what travel. Yeah, I'm trying to wait to see what happens with like the fall and then decide because I really want to go to the beach. <laughs> I know we're talking October, November, so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know I feel the same way that I'm just worried about what's going to happen here in the coming months. I know what that picture is going to look like. And so there's no way to know except right, we're going to sit here in limbo and yeah. So I think I put this in like our thought topics and, and this may or may not be helpful, but I, you know, we're, it's not for sure. And I, I hate to project what could happen kind of thing, but you know, if we're going into at least another, maybe not a full lockdown, but even like we're, we're all going to be working from home again, or things will be closing down, or it's going to be, we'll have restrictions again, because we're just starting to feel the freedom of not those, but now right. we're like, ah, do I, don't I? Um, and I don't know, guys, how are we going to make it through? <laughs> how are we going to do it? Yeah. Oh, God. What helped you guys get through 2020? Like, what were the things that you found were the most helpful uh, in the thick of it last year? Um, honestly, I'm like, this is what I revolve. I'm revolving my workshops around is this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. it's because I want, you know, um, intentional building from the ground up of covering all your basics. So like, what is a pandemic proof business plan look like? Yeah. And it's just like really yeah. opening up all those ideas to protect yourself long-term, whether it's investing in your business, or if you want to leave your career and start a business, or if you need to invest in stocks, like these are things that I would have never thought of before 2020, but, you know, I have really good friends that revolve around that kind of plan that have already built their business and invest in other areas of their life. And now having a daughter, I'm like, uh, you know, I definitely need to protect myself in all aspects. Like, oh, what if this job doesn't work? Or if my business, if this specific business doesn't work, what else do I have, to, you know, to fall into? So um, really like sketching and outlining what that would look like and seeing how much like to budget 
into those projects, mm -hmm. you know, um, and then like kind of a result of what each of those could potentially be. Um, what are your resources? What kind of research are you down to do and how much time and effort are you willing to do? Um, and at the end of the day, which I, I tell my clients, I'm like, hey, you, you will literally, um, whatever you put in, expect that will be your outcome. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. you know, for clients of mine that are like, ah, I'm not comfortable with like selling right now. And I don't want to do this right now or this part, like, or I'm like, okay, but you want to be a full-time business owner. Mm -hmm. This is what it's going to take. It's that boss babe mentality of when you are a sole business owner and you take on this stuff on the side, you have to mentally prepare yourself more than anything. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to take that course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the workshop that we're, um, I'm starting in August, but yeah, those are all great questions. Cause yeah, it was like, we all had went to school during a pandemic, which I think is incredible. And I admire both of you. Cause first of all, full-time moms, single moms, mm -hmm. you guys are working and we're doing this on the side. So it's like, not to be a jerk, but it's like, there are no excuses. We've done it. You know, not saying you cannot. I totally hear parents that are like, I don't have time, cat. There is no time. But I'm like, dude, if you lose your job today, there's time, right? Like if you know you're going to lose your job on what could potentially happen, you're going to do whatever it takes to provide for your children, right? Mm -hmm. So at that point, it's like, you know, um, that's the entrepreneur mindset is like, what is what could potentially happen? Now let's prepare for that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and, and i and just the simple concept yet so critically important you're gonna get out of it what you put into it yep thank yeah. you yes <laughs> mm -hmm. God, it's so true i mean i i struggle with that you know i think about my job i'm there from eight to five and you know it's like it's so exhausting like you said rachel just being in the rat race and yeah. what we have to do and you know i find myself not putting in enough and not getting the results that I want. And I'm like, you know, I am just going to have to just suck it up and pretend like it's last year again, <laughs> and just put my nose to the grindstone and like, get this shit done. Yeah. <laughs> because like, we have all shown, like, we can do it. Like you were saying last yeah. year, everything that was going on, it's like, freaking did it then. It's like, I need to get back on it. Mm -hmm. Same way. Yeah, I do love that last year with all of its craziness was that the response was, well, let me do something. Uh, let me pursue education in an area that really sparks joy for me. And for all of us, that was life coaching. And right. we all, all, all certified as my certification. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it feels so good to have used that time to invest in myself, ourselves, and know that like now that does mean that there's so much more opportunity. So right. um, that was that was lovely. And, you know, I heard people were doing it with other things too. Like people were like, I'm gonna take this painting class. Yeah. You know, yeah, whatever, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna learn to cook. Like I heard so many people became really good chefs. Yeah. Really good, like mixologists, cause they couldn't go to the bar. <laughs> Um, and I know there were companies too, and maybe we can get on this too, but there were companies that had like kits that you would get in the mail. That would be like a date night situation and it yeah. would have, you needed to make a dinner or drink or like, yeah, 
fun activity, whatever, to elicit conversation. And um, so I like that. I will also say, cause I was single for much of 2020, about half of it, I guess. But um, the biggest thing that helped me get through it was having a, a, a one of my besties. Uh, we would meet up at a park and just walk constantly. Mm-hmm. And we would catch up about life. We would, and we would be able, we would vent, we would, one of us was always in the position to support while the other was like, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it became a really great dynamic. And so I encourage people to find your buddy, buddy system, you know, um, and, you know, find a safe way to, to keep connected. Because I think that was, that was really key for me to make it through last year with, with the loneliness factor of just, you know, being a single mom and not always having the kids every week to kind of distract me and um working from home everything was so solo you know and yeah <laughs> gosh I hope we're not going back I, I don't yeah I mean there's a part of me that's like we can't go backwards right Cat, oh, yes. I was afraid you were frozen again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like so intent about it. It was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like for me, like the times, like when I had the kids last year, um, like in the summertime before school started, like in a lot of ways, it was a gift because just being home with them and being able just to do fun things during the day that we never get to do and have time to make nicer dinners and have a better evening routine where we're just doing things and enjoying our time you know, such a gift to be able to have the time to do all of those things. But the thing about it that scares me is if, you know, schools go back to online or something like that. And let's say I am not working from home, like we're in a tough situation. Mm -hmm. We're in a bad situation. Because last year, you know, my ex-husband was home during the day most of the time. And so I thought, all right, well, we'll have Amy and Charlie be with him so he can be the adult supervising it. But it's almost like, they might as well have been home alone as how well it went you know and so yeah that's the part that scares me that i don't have a solution to right now i know but i I mean it could but it could be a matter of you know if things get crazy again you know maybe there's a conversation i need to have with my place of work and see how they would be willing to work with me right and i think circumstances circumstances as they are there has to be some flexibility because you would not be the only person in that the whole world would be in that position you know um you know what I was just thinking though is that as I imagine myself in that although there's a part of me that's like holy moly I don't think I can do it again there's another part of me that I just recognized that was like we did it before we're going to, we're going to do it again and it's going to be okay. And in fact, probably do it even better because we've learned from last year, what didn't work and what did work. And, um, we figured out how to create community online, for example, and, and, um, create relationships and help each other stay motivated, encouraged and feel loved, you know? And yeah. So I, I don't know. All of a sudden I was just like, Fuck, we can do it again. Fuck yes. <laughs> yeah, the point, yes, if we have to, we will. Yes. And it's just a fact. You know, we will rise to the challenge. We will do whatever needs to be done. So, yes, that is the way we'll think about it from now on. Can we make, can we make that one of our t-shirts, Kat? We will rise to the challenge. Yeah. Heck yeah. I love <laughs> it. Wait, let's show, wait, show your coffee cup and I'll show my shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> energy. 
All right, are we are we at the end? I suppose. I think we are there. I think Made it. I love you guys so much. <laughs> so glad we can get on here, and then we're able to do this more now. Yes. Yeah, I know. So we're doing it again next week. Yes. Yes, we have a special guest. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so intimidated. I'm so excited. <laughs> But yeah, let's uh, figure out our questions for that one coming up. But it's one that you won't want to miss. So definitely tune in to us. And Kat is uploading our episodes also to our YouTube page. Yes. Is it also just, is it just Pop YouTube? Coaches. Yeah. Pop coaches. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, like, my family watches us on the TV. So it's pretty I cool. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I hope they don't mind that. <laughs> bomb quite a few <laughs> Hi, family. Hi. <laughs>